And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes. Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. Okay, ready to roll heading into week five of the 2024 PGA Tour season. Hello, folks. My name is Will Doctor. Welcome into the Golf Preview Podcast on the Pregame Network, as I'll be giving you all the picks and predictions you need heading into the second elevated event of the year in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And it's about time that Pebble became a signature event because over the last five years, uh, the best players in the world have not shown up to play the Klanvik. Uh, the best players in the world did not feel the incentive to come play six and a half hour rounds with celebrity amateurs, even if it did mean four rounds around the famed Pebble Beach courses. But now that Pebble is one of the signature PGA Tour events, and now that the purse is up to $20 million, you will see an 80-man field that consists of the world's best at the two greatest courses in the United States and Pebble Beach Golf Links and Spyglass Hills. World number one, Scotty Scheffler, is in the field this week off his 17th place finish at the Amex. This will be Scheffler's first time competing in the Pro-Am, although he did play in the 2019 U.S. Open at Pebble, which we'll reference a lot today. Uh, it was played just around Pebble, not Spyglass. Uh, and Gary Woodland was the eventual winner of that U.S. Open. But uh, Scheffler missed the cut that week. He did not putt well at the 2019 U.S. Open. And you fast forward five years, and the putter continues to keep Scheffler out of the winner's circle. We will discuss Scheffler's chances at the Clambake this week. Number two reigning FedEx Cup champion Victor Hovland will make his second start of the season. It's the first time we've seen him since Kapalua. Hovland never really got anything going in Hawaii, he finished 22nd in a 70-man field, so not the same red-hot Hovland that we saw at the end of last year, but regardless, watch out for Victor Hovland to go off this week with his elite track record around Pebble. He has a couple top 15 finishes here as a pro, um, You know, finished 12th at the 2019 U.S. Open, and even uh, competed here a lot in college. Uh, Pebble Beach used to host a tournament called the Carmel Cup, um, and Hovland did win that one year when he was in college. So watch out for Hovland this week. Number three, you will see Rory McIlroy this week at Pebble. Rory joins the PGA Tour party for the first time this season after totally dominating the Dubai Swing on the DP World Tour. He finished second at the Dubai Invitational uh, and then won the Hero Dubai Desert Classic two weeks ago with rounds of 71, 70, 63, and 70. Uh, because his success has been on the DP World Tour to start the season, uh, you know, it's easy to forget how well world number two McElroy is playing at the moment. It's been very interesting to hear how Rory is stacking his schedule and will be playing a ton of golf leading into this year's Masters. He committed to the Cognizant Classic at PGA National, used to be called the Hero, or uh, used to be called the Honda Classic. Uh, he committed to the action at PGA National, which is at the end of February. So 
Uh, you'll see Rory this week. He'll play Riviera, the Genesis, in two weeks. You'll see him at PGA National two weeks after that. Rory has Bay Hill the second week of March, and then the players a week later, which concludes on March 17th. So between the middle of March and the start of the Masters on April 11th, uh, Rory has nothing on the schedule at this moment. I would think he may add the Houston Open to his schedule, which is two weeks before the Masters. I know Rory likes to go to Augusta two to three weeks early, but that is a practice that has not worked for him. Uh, you know, last year he showed up to Augusta a month early. That proved to be a little bit too much. I think one tournament in between the players and the masters uh, that would be beneficial for him to keep compete uh, to keep the competitive juices flowing. I think the Houston open and Memorial park two weeks before Augusta would be the perfect place to do that. But I digress on Rory's schedule um, and, and his pursuit of the final leg of the grand slam uh, continues, which is the green jacket. Uh, we'll monitor his progress throughout the year, give you some thoughts on, what his odds look like for Augusta. Uh, as far as this week, Rory has been okay at Pebble. Um, he did finish ninth back at the U.S. Open here in 2019. And as far as other notable names in the field, you have Amex winner and 20-year-old Nick Dunlop making his professional debut this week. We'll talk about Dunlop and the best bet. Jordan Spieth, Nick Taylor, and last year's winner, Justin Rose, are all former Pebble champions who will tee it up this week. Rosie will look to continue to turn back the clock as uh, he was only one of three winners uh, in their 40s last season. Uh, Lucas Glover was the other 40-year-old winner, and he won twice. Uh, he will be included in our best bet conversation. Uh, as far as other stars that you will know in the field this week, it's Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele, uh, and Ludwig Oberg will all be part of the 80-man field this weekend. As far as celebrity pro-ams are concerned, seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady will enter as an amateur. Alex Smith and Larry Fitzgerald are the other former NFL stars playing. As far as the NBA and the MLB, Paul Gasol and Buster Posey are on site this week at Pebble. So they will tee it up on Thursday and Friday. Um, I, I think we have a great week ahead of us. You have the classic Pro-Am style event this week, this week which makes uh, the action at Pebble Beach an absolute party. You don't have the old farts and Bill Murray and Clint Eastwood taking seven hours to play a round of golf. Uh, nothing against either of them. I loved Murray in Stripes. I loved Murray in Zombieland. And he's been a staple at this golf tournament for many years, but enough is enough. Uh, you've got a $20 million purse uh, with an elite field on the line this week. We don't need you know, Bill Murray hitting chili peppers over the seventh green and, and holding up traffic. You know, same thing for Clint Eastwood, nothing but respect. Um, you know, there's not a 93-year-old in the world who's pulling more tail than Clint Eastwood, but we don't need to see him nearly having a heart attack trying to climb up the par 5-6th. I mean... Uh, you know, Ray Bermano still has some good good golf in front of him. Clint, Clint Eastwood, uh, not so much. Also, a change for this year. Amateurs will only play 
um, on Thursday and Friday. So once we get to the weekend, it will be all business for the pros and rounds will will speed up quite a bit. Okay, uh, let's keep it going here before uh, we discuss the odds boards and do picks for Pebble. Let's talk about the dog shit picks I gave out last week prior to the farmers. We went down 3.8 units last week and um, we have had losing weeks in three of the first four PGA Tour events of the season. Um, I would say that cannot happen, but I did the exact same thing um, at the beginning of last year and ended the season up 106 units. So I'm not pressing the panic button yet, but uh, I can't beat around the bush here. If you thought my Amex card was bad, uh, my farmer's insurance card uh, made me twice as sick. Morikawa was my winner and top 10 best bet. He took a huge dookie in round two at Torrey. He couldn't make a putt if it was in a paper bag right in front of him. And Morikawa's week ended on Friday afternoon in what was his first career miscut at Torrey Pines. Taylor Moore to top 20 at plus 250 was a bust as Moore made it to the weekend but failed to get anything going on Saturday and Sunday. Tony Finau to top 20 at plus 140 was our one shining moment. As far as the picks, uh, he ball struck his way to a sixth place finish around Torrey. That was good enough to cash that ticket regardless of the fact that Finau didn't have his best stuff on the greens like we thought he would. Um, and as far as the matchups, we had three matchups last week and only one cashed. That was Xander Schauffele over Patrick Cantlay at minus 120 on Bet Online. Cantlay got off to a hot start to the week, but as we are getting used to, he completely let off the gas over the weekend, finishing one under while Xander Schauffele was nearly at the top of the leaderboard all week. So Schauffele over Cantlay was a big ticket we discussed in the favorites discussion last week, and that was the one matchup we had right. The two I didn't have right uh, were Sahith the Gala over Minwoo Lee. Both made the cut, but Minwoo beat Sahith by three strokes. And then we had Sep Straka over Will Zalatoris. I was convinced that Tory Pines would give Zal a hard time with uh, you know, the fact that he's recovering from a back injury, but that was not the case as Zal finished tied 13th at eight under and our guy Sep Straka couldn't even make it to the weekend. So all in all, we went down 3.8 units last week. It was the second week in a row. Uh, we went down more than three units, and I'm off to a lousy start to the season as we're down 4.6 units through four weeks. We are on to Pebble Beach. Okay, the order of play today, we'll be discussing the top four favorites on the odds boards. Then I will give you one matchup and two picks to place. After that, I'll give you my outright winner for Pebble and a sleeper to go with it. And then we will conclude the pod with a first round leader scoring prediction, two lineups, one from Yahoo, one from the PGA Tour. And then we'll cap things off with a matchup best bet. Let's get to the Pebble Beach preview. Ball! All right. Ball out. Ball out. Okay, we begin with Scotty Scheffler at plus 900 on Bet Online as far as the odds board is concerned. We'll go through a couple of the favorites here. And you got to love the focus and intensity that Scheffler is bringing to the table every time he tees it up on the PGA Tour. He hasn't missed a cut in the last two years, much less finished outside 
the top 20 in any tournament, and that's why he's number one in the world. Uh, but we haven't seen this level of consistency in, in this game in a long time. And I could sit here and nitpick Scheffler's putting each and every week. And it's only because I think Scotty Scheffler um, is the only player right now capable of winning eight to nine times over a season. I, I believe we could see Scheffler do what Tiger did in 2000. And I believe we could see Scheffler do what VJ Singh did in 2004 with nine PGA tour wins in one season, you know, he needs uh, to putt better in order to do that. And we haven't seen those results yet, especially with the new instruction from Phil Kenyon. But uh, the bottom line is you never see Scheffler immersed in anything besides getting better at golf. When you think about what has kept him atop of the game, despite the rough putting number one, it's superhuman ball striking now, Scheffler hits it a mile off the tee, and he does it with crazy good accuracy. And then he's just a machine with his iron playing wedges. And number two, you know, Scheffler stays out of all the nonsense. You never see Scheffler involved in, in, in the Twitter talking. You never see him talk about decisions that other players are making. Scheffler is only focused on one thing, which is winning PGA Tour events, and that's why I think Scheffler is going to hold this top spot in the world for a very long time. Now, I will not have Scheffler to win this week. I don't mind if you take him to win as long as you can get him at plus 900 odds or better. I would not touch Scheffler in those matchups that you see over Rory McIlroy. Nothing against Scheffler there, but we will not be fading Rory uh, in any way coming off the win in Dubai, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But um, I'm going to have Scotty Scheffler to top 10 at minus 105 on DraftKings. I understand his one pro appearance at Pebble Beach was a miscut back in 2019 at the U.S. Open, but you just know that Scheffler is pressing for a win right now. Um, he's played so well over his last 25 starts, and it's shocking how the only real win he's had in that time um, was the players back in March. I know he won the hero, but we're talking, um, you know, we're, we're talking about real golf here. Um, I, I don't think he gets the win at Pebble with the way he's been putting on the Poe greens in this first half of the West coast swing, but I don't see a world where he finishes outside the top 10 this week. I think he's on a mission. The ball striking was fabulous around La Quinta um, and he's coming in here off a week of rest. So uh, my play on Scotty Scheffler will be Scotty Scheffler to top 10 at minus 105 on DraftKings. Uh, number two on the favorites odds board is going to be Rory McIlroy at plus 900 on Bet Online. And Rory is another superstar who really hasn't played the Pebble Beach Pro-Am much at all as a pro. Um, you wonder if that's because of the way Pebble Beach doesn't favor long drives and you have some forced layups when Rory has forced layups that's a strength taken away from his game and you could definitely make the argument that you know Potter's courses like Pebble Beach don't fit Rory's eye but on the other side of that argument is the fact that Rory finished ninth at the U.S. Open at Pebble a few years back so obviously if you finish top 10 um, on this course's major championship setup um, then you're capable of winning the Pro-Am. Um, that, that's just the fact of the matter. But it is amazing that he 
has only played the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, you know, this tournament once back in 2018 and he missed the cut. You know, looking back, 2018 was not Rory's best year on the PGA Tour. Um, you know, when he missed the cut at Pebble in 2018, it was the start of a four-tournament slump and his only win that year came at Bay Hill. But anyways, my point is Rory's game is in a much better position this week than where it was coming into Pebble in 2018. Now, I am out on Rory this week because Vegas should have given us uh, 13 to 1 or 14 to 1 for Rory this week based off um, his travel schedule and where he's starting his season on the PGA Tour. I know. He had the week off after Dubai, but he, you know, he's been playing the first part of this year on the European tour. And I would like to see Rory get his feet under him in the States before I wager on him this year. So nothing on world number two, Rory McIlroy this week. We're on to Victor Hovland at 14 to one on bet online. And I guess there was some rumors floating about Hovland being in contact with live golf you know, since he didn't play over the last two weeks. But uh, last night, the director of communications for the Norwegian Golf Association completely shut those rumors down. We know that Hovland was frustrated with the leaders of the PGA Tour towards the end of last year for the way they've handled the framework agreement with the Saudis. But, you know, Victor, despite the clown show in Ponte Vedra, Victor confirmed that he is not going anywhere because he doesn't think live golf is real competition and he wouldn't continue to get better at golf if he went to live. So I don't think Hovland is going anywhere in the near future. I will have Hovland um, in, in a matchup over Xander Shoffley at plus one Oh six on bet online. I know Hovland uh, didn't have his best stuff at the hero and, and at the century, but the bottom line is I would never leave him off my card at Pebble beach. He proved he could play well here back in college, winning the Carmel Cup. He, you know, finished 12th at the U.S. Open here in 2019, despite putting like a moron. He finished 13th at the Pro-Am last year. So I don't know what more you want to see as far as Victor Hovland's resume at Pebble is concerned. I know some media talking head clowns were concerned about Victor not getting any shots with the irons in Albany and at, and at, and at Kapalua. Um, I, I'm not worried about that at all based on the way he's led up Pebble Beach over the years. So um, coming out of, you know, where I'll stand on Victor Hovland this week, I will have Victor Hovland over Xander Schauffele at plus 106 on Bet Online. And as for Xander Schauffele at 16 to 1 on William Hill, I am out on Xander. You know, I, I understand he's played some you know, near flawless golf over the last few weeks. I feel like we, we've been saying that about Xander every time he's teed it up um, over the last two years. Um, you know, but yeah, he's finished top 10 in each of his last three starts. But he said it himself last year, don't take players who are on their third week in a row. I wouldn't sit here and blame you if you're a Xander fan and you took him this week. He did finish third at the U.S. Open at Pebble. But the two reasons I'm out on Xander this week, number one, it's his third week on the road. I, you know, I, I'm not putting words in his mouth. He told us last year that you never want to wager on a golfer playing their third week in a row. 
And number two, I know he finished ninth at Tor at Tory last week, but he lo almost lost a full stroke on the greens with the putter. And regardless of the top 10, that was the second time in three starts that Xander struggled with the putter. He did not putt well at the century, and he did not putt well last week. So I, bit, I see a bit of a trend starting to pop up on the greens with Xander. So um, my play between Hovland and Shoffle, uh will be, like I said, Victor Hovland over Xander Schauffele at, at plus 106 on bet online. Uh, the final player that we'll discuss in the favorites will be Jordan Spieth at 18 to one. You can find that at bet three, six, five FanDuel, DraftKings, bet online and MGM and color me obsessed with Jordan Spieth this week. I fully approve of any wager you want to throw on the three time major champion this week. Spieth played so well at century to, to start the season. He finished third in what was, one of the best putting performances we've seen from Spieth over the last year. We've been waiting to see when Spieth can regain the confidence with the flat stick that he had when he was winning majors. And from a strokes game perspective, we saw the putting performance we were looking for in Spieth's last start at Kapalua. So my outright winner this week will 100% be Jordan Spieth at 18 to 1 uh, over on Bet Online. I'll talk more about why I like him so much at Pebble and the outrights, but seriously, I've looked at um, all of them, and there isn't a ticket I don't approve when it comes to hammering Jordan Speeth this week. So, um, you know, when talking about Jordan Speeth and my play on him this week, he's my favorite player in the field this week. It's Jordan Speeth at 18 to 1 to win the Pebble Beach Pro Am. All right, let's keep it rolling here with the matchups and picks to place. I already gave you one, my one matchup for this week. It's going to be Victor Hovland over Xander Schauffele at plus 106 on Bet Online. Moving to the picks to place, I've already given you one of my two. Number one is going to be that Scotty Scheffler ticket to top 10 at minus 105 on DraftKings. And then number two for the picks to place, it's going to be Bo Hauser to top 20 at plus 180 on FanDuel. And I swear this wasn't planned, but as I look at my card this week, we have quite the University of Texas showing on the Pebble card. We have Scheffler at top 10. We'll talk about the fact that Jordan Spieth is winning this golf tournament in just a second. And then we have Bo Hazard at top 20. So three former Longhorns on the card. I can't stand the Longhorn fan base living here in Texas, but I guess we're repping the burn orange all week. But anyways, the original reason I loved Hosler coming into this week is because he's playing more consistent than he ever has in his career. Coming into Pebble, Hosler has recorded top 15 finishes in four of his last five starts. And regardless of where he's been in his career, he's always brought his best game to Pebble. Over the last two editions of the Pro-Am, Hosler has finished third and 11th. And right now, he is playing on a higher level than anything we've seen from him over the last two years. So uh, my second pick to place will be Bo Hosler to top 20 at plus 180 on FanDuel. Okay, moving on to the one outright winner for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Uh, like I told you, it's going to be Jordan Spieth at 18 to 1 on Bet Online. Pebble Beach and Spyglass have suited his game perfectly over the years. 
Um, you know, these are not golf courses where you're ripping driver off every tee box or going for every par five and two. Uh, Pebble Beach and Spyglass requires a plotter's brain, and that is exactly what Jordan Spieth carries. And you'll see some crazy weather in the forecast this week at Pebble, and there's no one who's more equipped and plays better in bad conditions and heavy winds than Jordan Spieth. And Spieth won this tournament back in 2017. He had another top finish in 2021 when he finished third. And I think Spieth's 14 PGA Tour victory will come at Pebble Beach this week. It's Jordan Spieth at 18 to 1 to win on Bet Online. We move on to the sleeper for this week. It's going to be Nicola Hajgard to top 10 at plus 400 at Caesars. And Hajgard, uh, to me, has been the best player to come over from the, the DP World Tour this year. I know Matthew Pavon. One last week, and you can't argue with that, but Nikola Hajgard has been lining it up since he qualified for that winning European Ryder Cup team. He went on to win the DP World Tour Championship. He was right there down the stretch with Rory at the Dubai Desert, and then he finished second to Pavon last week at Torrey Pines. So um, to be honest, I was shocked we got Hajgard's top 20 number at sleeper odds. It's crazy to me because... Uh, between what this guy can do off the tee and how good he rolls it on the greens, um, it's not looking like he has very many weaknesses this early on in his career. He did have some issues with the chipping last year on the European Tour, but in his last five starts, he's gained shots with the chipping in three of those. I love Hoshgard's game around Pebble, for so for the sleeper. It's the Dane who already has three European Tour wins under his belt at just 22 years old. It's Nikola Hajgard to top 10 around Pebble at plus 400 at Caesars. As for the first round leader, um, I'm recording this at 10.57 a.m. Central Time on Tuesday morning. I'm not seeing live first round leader odds. I'm not sure why. I'm sure they will come up shortly after we publish the pod, but whenever it does come out, it's going to be Jordan Spieth to lead the first round. I think he goes wire to wire this week. Spieth leads the PGA Tour in birdie or better percentage. He leads the PGA Tour in bogey avoidance, and that is going to be so huge this week in the rough conditions around Pebble and Spyglass. Um, Spieth is going wire to wire this week, and he's already proven um, that he's not getting off to slow starts this year as he opened with 66 around Kapalua. So whenever that first-round leader number appears, it's going to be Jordan Spieth to lead the first round at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. As for the scoring prediction, um, wet weather and low temperatures are in the forecast all week at Pebble. You have to be careful with the scoring prediction this week because if it's just wet, and the course softens up, you could actually get lower scores. But the fact is, Saturday is the only day with no rain um, this week on the West Coast. And from Thursday through Sunday, it's not going to get above 56 degrees. So my winning score prediction for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am will be 15 under par at the end of the week. On to the lineups, we have two. We have the Yahoo one, which is a... Six-man lineup with a $200 budget, and then we have the PGATour.com fantasy lineup, which is uh, pretty much picking the six best players in the field. Four 
starters and two bench players. Let's start with the Yahoo lineup. Number one, we'll go with our outright outright winner in Jordan Spieth at $36. Uh, Tony Finau will be in our two spot at $30. Tony's coming off a sixth-place finish at Torrey and finished 23rd at Pebble back in 2017. I expect him to continue making progress with the putter and continue to have um, you know, success with the ball striking. And I also think that you can rely on Tony Finau in crazy conditions. I like Tony in the bad weather. So he will be number two at $30. At number three will be Ludwig Oberg at $27. He too comes off a tied ninth place finish at Torrey Pines. He has some experience at Pebble from his college days, so Oberg will be number three. Number four on the Yahoo lineup will be defending champion in Justin Rose at $27. Number five on the Yahoo lineup will be our sleeper, the Danish legend and the twin in Nikola Hodgegaard. Hodgegaard will be in the five spot at $24. And then number six at $21 will be Hideki Matsuyama. We put our trust in Hideki in the lineup last week, and he finished 13th. He's trying to get his game back and get back into the top 50 um, in the world after battling injuries to the neck and to the back and to the shoulder. And I think the 13th place finish at Torrey Pines was a good spot for him to, st to start doing so. So reviewing the six-man Yahoo lineup, it's going to be Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Ludovico Berg, Justin Rose, Nicola Hodgegaard, and Hideki Matsuyama. As for the PGATour.com fantasy lineup, I will give you who I think the four best players in the field are, plus two bench players. Um, and you know, you can sub the bench players um into that starting four at any time uh during the week. So Number one will be Scotty Scheffler. Number two will be Jordan Spieth. Number three will be the Argentine and Emiliano Grillo coming off back-to-back -back top 20 finishes at the Sony and at Torrey. Number four will be reigning FedEx Cup champion Victor Hovland. And then our two bench players on the PGA Tour.com lineup will be Nikola Hajgard and Hideki Matsuyama. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. For no additional charge, find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, 
I've been drinking AG1 because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com SOV. That's drinkag1.com SOV. Check it out. All right, folks, a quick break from the action to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. Use my coupon code this week, Pebble20, for 20% off all purchases at pregame.com. You've got college basketball going on. You've got the Super Bowl in two weeks. Head to pregame.com, buy some picks, and use my coupon code, Pebble20, for 20% off all purchases over on pregame.com. And that coupon code, Pebble20, valid for this week only and for listeners of this podcast only. Once again, that is Pebble20 for 20% off all purchases over on pregame.com. Okay, we're on to the best bet for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's going to be Nick Dunlop over Lucas Glover at even money on Bet Online, And don't think that there's going to be any hangover from the win for 20-year-old Nick Dunlop because when you look at the big picture – That was Dunlop's third total win in his last six starts. Two of those wins came at the end of the fall college season at Alabama. And then the last one came on the PGA Tour at La Quinta. I think we are absolutely going to see a top 30 finish from Dunlop this week. I think he goes on a Jordan Spieth 2013-esque type run now that he's already seen himself in the winner's circle. And I like him over Lucas Glover this week because Glover has been non-existent since the end of last season. At 44 years old and after two wins last season, we could see some regression from Glover this year. Here has been his horrid start to the 2024 season. 59th in Mexico, 45th in Bermuda, 12th in the 20-man field at the Hero World Challenge. And then in the spring, Glover has gone 29th at the Century and then miscut at the Sony. So Glover has really been struggling, and this matchup is a no-brainer for the best bet. It's going to be Nick Dunlop over Lucas Glover at even money on Bet Online, And that will conclude our podcast preview for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, the second elevated event of the 2024 season. I will talk to you next week. Uh, leading into the party, the Waste Management Phoenix Open. We're heading into the best time of the year as far as the golf season is concerned. We'll go to Phoenix, we'll go to Riviera, and that will bring us right in to the Florida swing and the Texas swing, and then we're on to the major championships. In case you have any questions about the podcast or any questions leading into next week, you can contact me on X at drmedia 59 And we will talk next week before the action at the Waste Management Phoenix Open.